This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about attachments and how they add to your anxiety and panic. One of the things that we forget about in our life is that we do attach to things. We do have attachments. We have preferences. And I like to look at preferences as something a little bit lighter than an attachment. We prefer something, but we're not attached to it. And often clients will hear me say that many of the things that we're working through when we're working with our anxiety is that we are working our way through and we want to do the things we need to do and then let go of the outcome to not be attached to the outcome or the timeline. And that's what I want to talk a little bit about today. Letting go of our thoughts, letting go of our preferences, and definitely letting go of things that we are attached to really can help clearing our anxiety easier. What happens is, is that we give the glitter in the snow globe uh, a chance to settle down. It's like we do in meditation where we put that snow globe on the table for a few minutes and the glitter is still there. It's still swirling about and it may swirl about for the rest of our lives, but we can see it because we are taking a moment to actually take a step back and not be the glitter in the snow globe, but to actually be one that is looking at it, looking at our thoughts, looking at our preferences and our attachments. When we do this, when we give ourselves the space to either do our meditation or to simply be going through our life aware and paying attention to our thoughts We give ourselves a chance to let the physical body relax. You can do it right now with me. You're here. You're listening. Give your body just a moment to relax. Let your shoulders drop. Let whatever thoughts going on in your head, let it just be there. Can't make it go away. Can't change it. Don't need to make the negative into a positive. Just let it be there. Let it keep moving 
and physically relax your muscles. That you can do. When we can do this a few times throughout the day, we really begin to notice some changes. So I hope that you will keep practicing that. Find little places where you can insert that. I often have people use little mini pauses, such as when you're getting into the car, where you can use that as your chance to just relax all the muscles before you start the car. Same thing when you're getting out. Find the little places where it will work for you. The healing in our body begins to take place when we can enter into our parasympathetic nervous system. The healing in our body takes place there and the healing in our mind also because we are in a state of peace and calm and we need to enter that. We do. We go there when we sleep. We go there when we relax. You may not, you may think you're always in a state of anxiety and panic, but you are not. I can rest assured that you are not. And I hope that you will just be able to continue building on your times when you are in a state of peace and calm in your parasympathetic nervous system and allowing your mind and body to heal. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Let's get back to some of these preferences and attachments again. Preferences are a part of life. We all have things we prefer. And with all of the choices that were offered in this abundant world, uh, we have preferences and we have attachments. But I am wondering, perhaps, if in a way, all of this abundant ability to have choice is getting in the way and causing us to have more anxiety than we might otherwise. Our desire to choose the right way or the best way or always needing to have what it is that we prefer and when we don't have it, that we are uh, working toward it or trying to make it happen. Again, wanting to have the right or the best and having that preference all the time 
can, because it's possible in this world that we live in. We are very blessed to be, and if you're listening to me, you live in a world where the many, many things are possible for you. And so we can get attached to wanting things to be right or the best and exact or perfect. And we can get ourselves into trouble that way because we have forgotten then how to let go when we cannot have what it is that we prefer. And sometimes what we prefer or what we desire is not available. And letting the mind take us into fear over things not being perfect or as we prefer is being attached. And that causes anxiety. That gives us that feeling of, oh, no, well, now what? And then we um, go into kind of a warrior mode and we're going to fight for it and we're going to push through. And um, that can cause us a lot of extra anxiety instead of being able to relax into and perhaps letting some things go, letting them go. Uh, attachment to these preferences seems to steal our peace and calm away. If you, t- if you're listening and you tend toward anxiety, not having the thing that you choose can feel like a problem or, um, it can feel like an issue, something that has to be solved instead of merely not having what you want in any given moment. It's okay. We forget how to have things be okay. It's just okay. Maybe it wasn't what we preferred, but it isn't the end of the world. This brings us to the black and white thinking. Much of life is lived in between these these polarities of black and white, of what we want and what we can't have. A lot of life is lived in between in those gray areas. But when we're anxious, often we can only see the the polar opposites. And so we go into fight or flight when we can't have what it was that we thought we either desired or what was our preference or what we thought things should be. Attachment can also lead us to overthinking and overanalyzing, and that opens the door to the anxiety cycle. What if we dropped the preference as an experiment? What if we let go of having to have the exact, perfect, right thing for every moment? What if this caused your mind and body to actually stop fighting and trying to figure things out and manipulating life to be your preference? We may feel a bit calmer. You may end up thinking you have more energy. You may feel more alive. As the mind has had less to chase after or to fix or control, the mind does a lot of that on its own. So we can't uh, change that. Things come and they go. But why do we want to add to it? Why don't we let some things be? Let them drop and see what happens. See if you could be happier. See if you could be calmer. If you were not incessantly chasing after the thing that you thought you desired. there's It's going to come about a little bit different here. We, we think we want a particular outcome, and often that outcome is not possible. So rather than letting it go, we chase after it harder, or we 
try to manipulate things even more. I want you to try to experiment with some small things in your life that you could maybe just let go and see how you feel and see what happens. We know that the mind continually comes up with 10,000 thoughts to run across our head day in and day out. But what if we could let go of each of those? Often we get caught up in thinking that because it went across our head, because we had a thought that we need to honor it, we need to give it our attention, and that we need to uh, pursue it. Now, most of you listening, um, if you've been around for a while, you know that our thoughts are not necessarily uh, things that we need to do anything about. So that's a great place to start, to just let the thoughts be. What? If we could let go of each of those thoughts as they came, what if we could let them just pass on by? These things that go across our head are only thoughts, and they are neither who we are, nor are they what is real in the world around us. They are thoughts. We are the ones who can see the mind with its preferences and its overthinking and all of its attachments. And it is we, who we are, that is watching that, that is seeing that. But we get caught up in being the thoughts, in being those preferences and attachments. We think that's who we are. But no, we are the one who is consciously aware of those things. This ability to see the mind and its preferences and attachments gives us much more clarity and ability to do what we are ready to do. Our doing comes out of our being. If we are settled in who we are, if we are able to be still and to actually be, our doing in this world comes out of that and it comes out clearly and we are ready for it. And options that are we never thought possible or available um, to even move into different and new directions comes about because we have let go of, of our attachment, let go of what we thought we had to have. And when we let go of that, we open ourselves up to many, many more options. It's a freeing feeling. Sometimes we confuse our overthinking and our overanalyzing is actually doing, doing something about the issue or the problem. But in most cases, the attachment causes us not to be able to let go and find the creative space to solve the thing that we are dealing with. Letting go can open that space and give us the opportunity to enter into our parasympathetic nervous system, our rest and digest side of our nervous system. And this is where you find your creativity, your peace, and your calm. And this is where your body can heal. So I'm hoping that you'll be able to take some time to enter this space. The best place to enter it is consciously and with awareness, and that is in our formal meditation practice. And after you've done that enough, or even once you're just familiar with the feeling of of watching the thoughts versus 
thinking that you are the thoughts, once you get the hang of that, you can bring it out into your daily life. It can be a part of your entire day. But the best place to learn how to do this is in our formal meditation practice. And so I want to send you over to another podcast. uh, And the mountain meditation is the one that I like to give you the visual of being separated from your thoughts, being separate from your preferences and attachments, problems, and all of the emotions and feelings that come through us. I love the mountain meditation for that. Uh, Clients and group members have written to me numerous times on how helpful having that visualization has been not only in the meditation, but out in daily life when they can feel things swirling around them. They come back and remember that they are the mountain. And these other things, these thoughts and issues and problems that are going on around about them are passing by that they are not who they are. So I'm hoping that you will take a moment, if you haven't already listened to it, it's episode 250250, and it is um, the Mountain Meditation. It's a whole episode uh, of me guiding you through the Mountain Meditation, and I think it will give you a really good, clear idea of what I'm talking about here, of being able to let go of the preferences and attachments that we tend to have in our lives that hold us back from finding not only our peace and calm, but hold us back from finding really creative answers to the issues that life brings to us. And now for today's quote. Some of us think holding on makes us strong, but sometimes it is letting go. And that's from Herman Hesse. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.